brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Yes, it's sipping time again. Hello and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. This is a one-hour show that's allegedly entertaining for upwards of, what do you say, what are we shooting for today? I'm going for 25 minutes today, Bob. You are a dreamer. That's what I like about you. All right, so (laughs) we are still banned in the state of Alabama. Roll Tide. He's he's still hopped up on the drugs from getting his knee done. He's yep. a little bit he's a little bit slow. Opioids as, are good for you, Bob. They're as well as you. pretty much any place at polite company is allowed to meet. Mm-hmm. Um, and four countries and two states and We can't go back to Alabama again though. Yeah, well. I tried having good old boy Mike run for governor. And then somebody <laughs> leaked the fact that he was gonna disband uh, the University of Alabama, revoke their charter and exile Saban. So People need to stop talking. Leaks. Leaks, man. Saban and Satan are only one letter apart. I'm just pointing that fact out. So, you know. Banned once again. All right. So this is Made Man Bob, and joining me today are Made Man Maury. Good morning, Bob. Pleasure to be here. I love the dampness in the basement today. I try and keep it damp for you. I know you like to hide down, you know, you hang around here and pick out spiders and that sort of thing. Redfield. And the moss. The moss adds a nice... well touch a lot of peat moss today when i think of cold damp and dark i think of you good old boy justin good morning bob nice kilt you got yeah you're welcome (laughs) quit looking up it good old gal denise good morning everyone i'm hoping we can wrap this up i was hoping to go out and vote today hope i'm not too late (laughs) Uh, it's 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 south florida you can vote at any time you live in broward county right awesome i think it's going to be like my fourth time voting so you know what they say vote early and vote often so (laughs) God help That's us all. It. Vote off and <laughs> good old boy Armeed. Well, thank you for having me, Bob. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here in the basement, and my the dampness is causing my knee to act up. Hold on, I'll make the dampness come back later. Here we go. Sound effects are oh, your friend. Thank you. There you go. The rheumatiz acting up the in your knee. There, yeah. yeah. Okay. There you are. Well, Maury and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of high-end bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals. With representation in eight states, our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. Check us out on Facebook at The Bourbon Mafia. They're clever men. Hey, they, we try. They make money while drinking. Why not? Yeah, it's pretty much Valhalla at this what point. What a country. <laughs> if I could figure out how to eat barbecue at the same time, it, you know, I just think I died and went to Valhalla and you know, got killed in combat. Uh, our show is also sponsored in part by Fine Wines and Spirits in Cooper City, Florida. Home just of the- Fine Spirits, you drunk. Yeah, well, what do you want from me? That implies you have no wine, but you have the largest wine selection around. We have the largest whiskey selection in the state, but there's a good wine selection as well. Yeah, I'd shop there, but it's just too expensive. Uh, home of the Enomatic Machine, serving great wines and whiskeys and other spirits by the glass. You can find them at www.finespirits.net. 
And our, our show is also sponsored in part by the Florida Whiskey Society. You can find out about all their events and happenings at FTLWS.com. Come hang out with a bunch of drunks in Fort Lauderdale. It's Yay! Our sub-segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee. And today's show is about independent scotch bottler Alexander Murray. And here is a list of the whiskeys we're going to be tasting from them. We're going to be trying the Alexander Murray Company's Polly's Casks, the Alexander Murray and Company Monumental 18-year-old blend, the Alexander Murray and Company Altavane 19-year-old, the Alexander Murray and Company Bricolati 12, and the Alexander Murray and Company Lefroy 12. And we're going to have Maury give us a little bit of information about Alexander that's, Murray. That's Made Man Maury. Use his title. Come on. That's okay. Made Man slacking today. He's lucky I'm using his Thank name you, at all. Army. We have featured other independent bottlers on the show over the years, but for those unfamiliar with the practice, an independent bottler is someone who purchases casks of whiskey, either new make or aged spirits from various distilleries and bottlers, and then bottles them under their own label. Sometimes they bottle the whiskey and list the distillery of origin, and sometimes they don't. But when they do, oftentimes it presents a more affordable opportunity to try some older whiskey from one of your favorite distilleries at a more approachable price. Oh, I like the approachable Amen. price thing. Yeah. Um, I like the transparency thing. Um, Alexander Murray and Company is just such an independent bottler. They were founded by Scottish native Stephen Lipp in 2004. Welcome to all things Scottish. Our slogan is, if it's no Scottish, it's crap! Thank you. Steve has over Steve 25 lives, years lives experience in, California. Yeah. <laughs> in the spirits industry, having previously served as sales director at independent bottler Duncan Taylor. Alexander Murray and Company based in Calabasas, California, and in addition to bottling under their own label, they have made a name for themselves in the industry, working with trade customers all over the USA and helping them with and developing and launching their own spirit brands. <coughs> Sorry, Got all choked me. up over here. Yeah, yeah, apparently. Starting off with Trader Joe's own label in 2004, Alexander Murray and Company have worked with Costco in developing their Kirkland House brand and Walmart and Total Wine and more in developing their Ainsley Bray private label. All right. Well, we're going to be discussing uh, these whiskeys and we're going to be rating them once Maury stops coughing up a lung. A lung. It's, a it's, lung. It's swallowing versus inhaling. He hasn't quite mastered that today. No, I don't say swallowing around him. Uh, <laughs> Spitz. So we're going to have spits. Yeah, we're yeah, we're going to we're going to have our rent, our resident drunken leprechaun Justin tell us about our sips ratings. 1 Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. 2 Oh, that's just that's just that's, that's sad. <laughs> number 1 it's sad and number 2 he just always seems to forget. He immediately goes to two and immediately goes to three. If you don't write out the word sip right after the rating. Yeah. Pause. I got to put pause. Yeah. Two. Nice. But what else do you have? You know what that sounded like? That yeah, sounded like Sean Connery yeah. after he got hit in the face with a ball bat several <laughs> At times. At least it was Scottish. <laughs> three. That'll get you in the mood. Come on. Three. Hmm, interesting. What was this again? Oh, God. Interesting. Now he's a Scotchman with a list. Sean, Sean Connery <laughs> is rolling in his grave and the man is still alive. Okay. <sighs> Four. Um, Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. Just, closer. 
No. Who's no, closer? Not feeling it. Give him give give him his due. Well, closer than Oh, he's got another what, shot for you know? me. Come on. Five. You can do it. Oh my, I was unaware anything could be this good. No, sorry. No. Oh my goodness. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. No. Yeah. Closer. Yeah. Closer than what? <laughs> closer than Gunga Den? No, I don't I think Gunga Den's actually closer, so. Uh Lord have mercy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on from this nightmare. And There's no mercy for us, man. This is a this is an abomination. And we're gonna move on. To our first, upon all of you. We're gonna move on our first whiskey, and we're gonna have Denise tell us all about it. Okay, perfect. So the first whiskey today is the Alexander Murray and Company Polly's Casks, coming in at forty percent ABV. This expression is a bit of a recycling experiment, as you can imagine. A company in the whiskey business has a lot of empty casks at the end of the day. So they have been selling some of their ex-bourbon casks to Firestone Walker Brewing Company. The brewery uses them to age their IPAs for 12 to 24 months. After the brewery empties the casks, they are then sent to Scotland to the Tullibardine. Is that correct? Tullibardine. Tullibardine. Thank you. Distillery, where they refill them with six to eight-year-old single malt and allow them to finish in these casks for between three months to a year. The name comes from Polly, the wife of brewery owner David Walker. Very cool. So, I thought it came from his parrot, but that's just me. <laughs> Polly wants a cracker. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can talk about the color, but there's not much to talk about because it's really super light These are color. all used casks. These yeah. are probably third, right. second, and third, and maybe fourth used casks. On the nose for me, I, I got actually a sweet sort of grassy note. Not quite like a wheat grass, but sweet grassy. And then... I added a little water, and on the nose, at the very end, I got a hint of cinnamon. So I don't know if anybody else got that, but I it was, it was kind of nice and pleasant. I thought on the palate. I'm, I'm searching for that cinnamon. It's not one note. It's soft. It's nice. I thought the finish was a little short. I mean, it's pleasant, but definitely on the, on, on the lighter side. Yeah, I think this maybe I'm guessing the cereal notes coming from the IPA that was in the mm, cast before. I didn't get a lot of that. I really think it's it's just pleasant. It's just light, easy drinking. Mm. Uh, this is a Sunday afternoon by the pool kind of scotch. Yeah. You could definitely quaff down quite a bit if you wanted to. It's uh, it's not heavy. Don't, don't don't do so much that you drown. But you know. Yeah. <laughs> but there's there's nothing offensive. That's what floaties are. Well, floaties, right? There goes Denise's ticket out of this marriage. Wait, great way to go, buddy. Now we got to come up with a whole nother plan. Damn it, I'm going to cancel the backhoe now. Uh, it's just a really nice intro level uh, whiskey. I think it's a very pleasant way to introduce somebody to Scotch. Uh, it's again it's beautifully made it is a little light in color but we don't drink color but i think on the palate it's pleasant it's easy drinking it does have a short finish it's not too strong in any one direction it's not too smoky not too peaty it's not too anything it's just there well first off i didn't get any smoker peat. No, no but i'm saying it's not overbalanced I, in one direction it's yeah, just yeah just middle of the road it's not sherry it's just scotch it's just small no whiskey. one said vanilla i got sultanas you know those golden raisins Vanilla, a little bit of almost fudge, but the grassy note was predominant. And then uh, it's just light and pleasant. It's, I mean, I don't want to be sexist, but it's a feminine whiskey, right? Yep, for sure. It's nice a little, intro, a little like sweet. Maury said. A little sweet. I just think if, if it had a, a longer finish, I would give it a higher rating. But, but again, it's, it's very, I think if somebody pleasant. comes over to your house who's not really scotch drinker, wants to try a brown spirit, 
you can't go wrong with this. Well, it's a feminine whiskey, so it's used to harm having a very short finish. Oh, I oh, stepped right into Jesus that. Jesus Christ. Well, you throw them up like that. If I don't <laughs> knock them back over the wall, you're Daylight just going to get soft. Adds an hour to my time. Yeah, you wish. <laughs> and we'll be back. And we're back. And we are discussing some whiskeys from Alexander Murray and Company, independent bottler of some fine scotches. And we're going to, what did you think, Justin? I thought this was a really refreshing scotch. And. I got the notes that everyone else Refreshing, got. Like Fresca. Yeah. Like Fresca. <laughs> the rose petals and a little bit of malt and cocoa on oh, this. Now too. I'm searching for the rose petal. It was I don't really get it. it was really nice. Yeah, I definitely I I I'm wondering if I'm thinking that I'm tasting that sort of maltiness in here because I'm tasting it, or if it's because I know that it was in an IPA cask. I'm not sure which it is, but I mean, I, there's a floral note to yeah, it, but I, I, I wouldn't I'm, call it rose petal. I'm, I'm picking. No, I agree with you. I'm picking much up. Much as I hate to admit it. Had the benefit I'm of picking up just a, a light IPA bit of the IPA note on it. I mean, not not a lot, but I'm definitely picking some up. Denise, but, you're uh, an IPA fan. You got any yeah, IPA notes? No, I didn't. I was I was hopeful when I read the description because I, I am a lover of IPAs. There's quite a few IPA finished whiskeys on the market right now. And every one of them is a disappointment to me because there's really? not enough hoppy notes. I agree to it. with yeah. you completely. Not I haven't found one that I like. It's like, what's the point? Leave it in the barrel longer if you want to do this. Right. But uh, why don't you just drink this, a beer? I mean, I wasn't disappointed with this whiskey at all. I was like, I was looking for that bomb. hoppy note. So yeah, I was just wanted to taste it and see what happened. But I, I agree with it. you. They all they all fall short. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, this one was a lovely whiskey, and we're going to be giving this one three sips. Interesting. Okay, nice. All right, so we're awesome. coming up to our next one. We're going to have Maury tell us about that one. Thank you, Bob. This is the Alexander Murray and Company Monumental 18-Year-Old Blend, coming in at 40% ABV. This expression is blended whiskey made in the old world tradition when the blenders used mostly single malt with a much smaller portion of aged grain whiskey that is common in blends today. The components of this blend were matured for 18 years in ex-bourbon casks. Now, it's interesting. Uh, there's no sherry casks, um, but yet, as I'm going to tell you in a couple minutes, to me, this tastes like a classic sherried whiskey. I get a lot of sherry notes. It's got a beautiful dark mahogany color. Uh, it's got a, a wonderful nose. And uh, on the palate, it's just wonderful. It's uh, viscous. It's mouth coating. There's definitely some cocoa notes on the front of the palate. Um, but I get a lot of big, bold sherry flavors that... Um, uh, surprised me uh, quite a bit. Uh, it's got a medium to long finish. It's just a really, really pleasant whiskey. Um, I love the the fact that it's uh, 18 years old. Uh, the fact that it's a blend, you'd, you'd never know if you just uh, didn't see the word on the on the label. There's very little grain in here. To, to yeah, it doesn't doesn't come across with that lightness. I think in, instead of 2080, like most are now, I think it's more like 8020. <laughs> Oh, yeah, at the very least. I, I think that uh, this is really well done. And uh, the, the the fact that it's a blend almost gives it a little negative connotation on the label because we tend to be single malt snobs. But the fact is I would ignore that word blend and just say that it's a delightful whiskey. Totally agree with you. I, I hate doing scotch. that too. I Damn love it. scotch. And scotch what really scotch. surprised me is that sherry note because I mm. can't, I would never say this is 100% bourbon cask. It smells no. like sherried fruit. It's tastes, gorgeous. Tastes like a McAllen 15-year fine oak. It sure does. There you go. Um, not even a fine oak to me is a little oaky and less sherry, but it well, definitely fine has oak notes has, on McAllen. It has two sherry components and one bourbon component, so it should be there. 
but this is this has got that same honey note, mm-hmm. milk chocolate. This is gorgeous, and 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 it's even the color. It's got a reddish gold. You you call yeah. it mahogany. It's like I, I gave it reddish gold. I, I, I seems like there's got to be some sherry in here. It's somewhere. a beautiful color. It's deep. Mm. Mm. What'd you think, Denise? No, I loved it. Um, I agree. The sherry, you just you can't get away from that. It's there. Not sure why it's there, but it's wonderful. Um, just like they the lied same. to us about the bourbon cast. <laughs> I, maybe. Well, I pull my information to various sources off the internet. And the internet has never lied to us so far. <laughs> never, <laughs> never. But I Ever. like. Uh, so you know, it's well rounded. I do like that. I like the mouthfeel. I thought balance. it was actually a little creamy, and that was really surprising. Cream. And the finish was um, longer than I expected it to be. It's yeah, nice this, and warm, and a little bit longer. I so. don't remember the retail on this whiskey, but I remember it being a steal when I when I purchased it for the store. This oh, really? stuff is great. I'm, I'm glad to taste it again because it's been a while since I've had of this. Justin, what do you think about this? Do you agree? Do, are we are we nuts? Is there sherry here for you or no? It tastes like a Oloroso sherry yeah, cask right. finished product. I also got brown sugar, molasses, a little bit of heat, but not much. I got it's a forty percent alcohol. There's, yeah, it's there's low sugar. proof. No yeah. I, I wish they put this out higher proof. Oh, if they put this out at about ninety, um, it'd be even amped up further. And for the bourbon lovers out there, you're going to get the vanilla and oak that you get on a lot of the bourbons out there. I got milk chocolate on the nose. Yeah. Anybody get milk chocolate? I got, I got, malt, I got that yeah. on the palate. Chocolate malt. The, the palate was like a cocoa bomb. I mean, on, on yeah. the nose, I get I get raisins and plums and, and like stewed red fruit. I agree fruit. with you 100% the raisins, plums, and stewed fruit. Oh, yeah, that's, just, that's why I was saying yeah. it's sherry, right? Like, like stewed peaches and just the nose on it is intoxicating. So pretty. So and, then, pretty. and then the palate. Mm, the palate, it's... it's the whole it's just tongue coating the whole thing it's like a cocoa bomb for me it's like almost eating a, a teaspoon full of dark chocolate um a little bit heavier on the alcohol and yeah. be, i would like the palate more but and, and the thing is is i you know i first tasted it i thought i'm just getting the slightest bit of smoke i don't know if it's the smoke or if it's just the the cocoa it see itself. i don't get it as uh to me when you start talking about cocoa bomb that sounds a little bit unbalanced and no 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 and, not unbalanced at all just a little he- a little heavy-handed in one a, direction i get a little bit of cocoa but yeah. to me i don't find it to be overwhelming overpowering or one note i find it to be have lots of layers of all these different oh, things. oh no they all come about. in that it's just that first sip when you hit it, the first thing I get is cocoa, and so then it's the as last the cocoa subsides, yeah. then all that. We were talking this when we first tasted. It. He got it on the front, yeah. But I think Justin and I, got to it me, it finishes on it mm. finishes with all that cocoa. Mm. Yeah, the fruit yeah. just opens up. So and then clearly, it just gets Bob, so you nice. are a mutant, and there's something wrong with your genes <laughs> and, and your tongue. Yeah, I think I'd agree with you. I get a hint up front, but definitely not a bomb. Up yes, front. Professor Xavier says I am. You got a problem <laughs> with it? Yeah, this one this one was lovely. Bob's superpower, drinking liquor. Exactly. That is my superpower. <laughs> Sourcing and drinking fine quality whiskey. Yeah. So we're we're gonna be giving the Alexander Murray and Company monumental eighteen year old blend four sips. Woohoo. That's classified. Tis wonderful. All right, so we're gonna be going to our next whiskey and Justin's gonna be telling us about that one. So Alexander and Murray Company's Altavay, 19-year-old. It's 43% alcohol by volume. It's located in the Speyside region of Scotland near Dufton. This is a malt whose name may not be familiar, but is a whiskey many have tasted as the main malt ingredient of the Chivas Regal blended scotch. 
I got prominent malt and wheat flavor on this. I found the nose very sweet. It had uh, vanilla and honey on the palate. And it reminds me of a Cuban wheat shake called the Trijo shake. And I enjoyed this a lot. I thought it was nice and pleasant. Harm, what did you think? You threw me with the Cuban wheat shake thing. What is this? Really? <laughs> it's a Trijo shake. <laughs> it's a shake I have them all over Miami. It's a wheat shake. It's like I, chocolate, I, vanilla, strawberry, I, and wheat down I need there. to make the drive down to Miami. It's not that yeah. far. Yeah. If you were, if you were a Dolphin good Dolphin Mall's got a great one. You'd have brought, brought back a six-pack of uh, wheat, shakes. wheat shakes today. Yeah. I'm going right, so, to do it next time. I, I, I think it was a pleasant whiskey, but um, it was a little bit too short for me. So the, the, the color, you, you didn't mention, I, I got a nice burnished copper on this. Uh, the nose is just light. It's, it's, there's, nothing, there's nothing offensive about this whiskey at all, but I just think it doesn't race to the level of the other whiskey we've had today. You said it was a little short for you? That's what she said. The nose, oh, the nose is definitely floral and a little bit feminine. Um, it, honey and flowers unusual. is what I wrote down. Very yeah. light honey flowers, flowers, perfumey, yeah. floral, yeah. feminine, and yeah, you're right. There's definitely honey on the nose. Um, it's it's so pretty, but I was just wanting more. And I guess and at eighty six percent, eighty six proof, the I mean, palate disappoints a little bit. It if just, you take a big gulp, you'll get more flavor out of it. Oh, is that the strategy? There's, it worked there's for Justin's me. Justin's workaround. It's like it's it's like a flower <laughs> <Drink> shop. <more. laughs> it's, it's flowers Big and gulp. cotton candy. That's gonna be yeah. my response next yeah, it's time. It's not one cotton of you, candy. It's not that sweet. One of you guys no, says on the it's nose. Light. I'm saying just on take the a nose, bigger I'm gulp. Just getting that. You know, I agree with what Harmeet said. Almost everything, except for me, I, I wrote very short as opposed yeah. to short. I and said too short. It, yep. There you go. It's just gone. You blink your eyes. It's gone. Exactly. That's what she said. I just and if you're gonna sip, you know, you need a little bit more. It needs to last Whoa! a little bit longer. Mm. You hear that, boys? It needs to last a little bit longer. That's why we only have sex <laughs> daylight when we have daylight savings time. I had an extra hour of my time right there. <laughs> <laughs> One hour, three minutes, baby. <laughs> he keeps telling her he's in Scotland, so then you lose an hour. <laughs> throw another other, six on, on top of change. that. <laughs> uh, yeah, in your oh wildest dreams. <laughs> yeah, it's just this one. It, it's all it the nose is just is really great but but the palate definitely does it just drop falls off too short I, mean, mm-hmm. I don't know maybe maybe our sample wasn't right but i mean the big gulp i, I mean it's make it's fine longer. it's just you know some of them are that. some of them are longer some of them are shorter it's i don't think there's anything wrong with the sample it's just it's just a shorter finish on it but but definitely that God, nose. i could smell it all night yeah, I, right. that's what i'm saying night. i mean i, I don't the have to drink great, it i can i can I'm, just sit there and smell it all day i'm getting like a hint of like honeydew almost mm-hmm yeah, it's like tropical fruit up? and flowers yeah. and like a and like a sweet shop. It's it's, it's the nose is intoxicating. It just on the palate it fell short. So I think you'd have a little trouble getting intoxicated on just the nose. You're gonna have to drink a little bit. So oh, no, the ethanol vapes off. If you just sit there yeah. and inhale long enough, yeah, you'll get a buzz. So lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, at this point my liver's kind of immune. So we're gonna be giving the uh Alexander Murray and Company Altavane two sips. Yeah, it it really it yeah, deserves better based on that nose. It's just the yeah. finish was too short. Yeah, it's it, it I, when I smelled it, I was so I was so excited. I think I think it's, we we had such high hopes <laughs> yeah, for it. Yeah, and, then, and yeah. I think that's what so it we was. punished it. We punished. Yeah, it I think steps. we punished. Right. Well, I mean, you know, technically, you came in about two and a half, but mm. we can we don't do halves around here. So, all right, so we're going to be going on to our next malt, which is the Alexander Mern Company Bricolati Twelve Year. It's at fifty six percent ABV. Uh, the Brooklady Distillery, we've done on our show 
several times from Brooklady and other independent stores. Uh, they were built on oh, the shore. Smelling it right now. Of Lockendall and the uh, island of Iowa in 1881. And it was run by the Harvey family until William Harvey's death in 1936. It changed hands several times and continued in operation until 1994 when it was closed down and mothballed. In 2000, the distillery was purchased by private investors who hired Jim McEwen, who had previously worked at the Bemore Distillery, to be their master distiller. And the distillery was dismantled and rebuilt during the first half of 2001, retaining all of the original Victorian-era equipment. So this distillery, unlike modern distilleries, is gravity-fed and no computer controls, old-school, turn-of-the-century technology. Um, in 2012, the distillery was sold to Remy Quantro, who continued to own it to this day. Um, the nose on this? Crazy. Is absolutely amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's just, <laughs> wow. I mean, it, it's just. But a much more classic nose. Yeah. The last one had an interesting nose, but it was floral yeah. and flowery it's and feminine. Just, this is this is This classic. is just, this is everything I love about a Brooklady all in one glass. I this mean. Is, this is Isla without going like over the top, uh, you know, Ardbeg, Lyle yeah. and type yeah. thing. Yeah. It's, 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 this is what Isla can be if you take all the peat out. This is what it not really Not all can. the peat out. There's yeah. peat. Well, yeah, but I mean. But there's not a lot of smoke you know, or peat on the nose. Yeah. This has just no. got a nose full of See, creme brulee. See, This one, and Molasses. that's where I'm getting. Is it, is it Bunnahabhan or Brooklady who has the least peat in Isla? It was Bunnahabhan, right? Bunnahabhan. So yeah. this still yeah. has some peat. Yeah. It's not, not, not a lot. Yeah. But. But the nose on this is just yeah. it's sweet it's it's brown candy, sugar like molasses it's brown sugar candy. it's molasses now we got butterscotch oh my this gosh. is the definition butterscotch, of butterscotch definitely like, like a bucket of butterscotch like it catapults you back to the lifesavers role butterscotch, of butterscotch yeah. lifesavers it's, it's, it's like, crazy it's like, these are the these are the candies from my yeah. grandfather's pocket man yeah, that's it's, right it's like overdone caramel and and slightly burnt brown burnt sugar brown sugar and a little bit of uh like dark caro syrup, it's just it's the nose is lovely, but the 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 crazy thing is there's I I I get no peat, I get no, no smoke on this there. nose, but that's what I'm saying. I it's not a classic Isla nose. There is you you if I Brent were here, Brent would have like spit this out. This is too smoky for me. <laughs> it's just overpowered oh, by the butterscotch. I but think, on the palate, oh, get much. It's all that same stuff from the nose mm -hmm. with just that. It's just wrapped in a beautiful warm blanket. Of oh, smoke we, and pee. Did you, you mentioned fifty six percent alcohol. Yeah, this this is yeah yeah this, this is hitting is, all our little our, our little. But buttons. the smoke yes. and pee are balanced. This yeah. is a very balanced. Oh no, it's it's, it's yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's it's everything the nose was just wrapped up in a blanket. Of I mean, it's sharply contrasts the next whiskey we're going to talk about. Did you guys about. do any water in this? I did. Yeah, I didn't do any. I'm just, just a right tiny now. bit. It's just as nice if you swirl yeah. it around. Yeah. Yeah. Did the, the water bring up more smoke? Not on the nose. No, not for me. It actually intensified the butterscotch for me. Mm -hmm. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Here. No, there's, there's, there's smoke at the end. There's smoke. You guys are, I think you guys, I think you guys are. are well, I've got this one and the other one sitting in front of me right now. So, yeah, trust me. At this point, I'm a little immune to the smoke. But I do think the water brings out a little bit of the smoke because I didn't get any Smoke and butterscotch came out with a little bit of water. Oh, yeah. It's water just, definitely it's, brings the smoke out. It's just lovely. I though. think the finish is fantastic too. It's long. It's warm. It gets warmer. It's just yeah. It just it just lovely. stays with you. Like I like wouldn't call it long. I'd call it medium. Yeah. Really? Because um, I've had some of these that just keep stay coming. With you, yeah. Keep coming. Waves. That's true. Harm when a girl says it's long. 
You should say thank you. Yeah. 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 Shut up. Shut. Yes. shut up and say thank you. All right. Never mind. I retract that's medium. I'm so happy yeah. the lights are dimmed. Yeah. <laughs> I well, kids, I did, did, do we have a rate? Do we just, did, we all just love this, right? We do. Did anybody else, uh, any comments? Justin, Justin, we didn't hear from you. He's just, I got flowers and raisins, medium to long finish. You didn't really get the butterscotch, did you? Really? It was, you don't you like butter, butterscotch. You butterscotch, you butterscotch, that was, butterscotch that was candies? Burnt. Do you like butterscotch? Yeah. Oh, you do. Okay. But but this is like butterscotch that's been put yeah. in a fire. It's for like a few there's seconds. there's a burnt caramel hmm. to it. Yeah. You know, it, molasses has that sort of burnt. Uh, Slightly. This whiskey, under all that's a strong floral note. Mm. Yeah, I definitely got a floral note. Mm-hmm. This whiskey could make a a PD whiskey drinker out of somebody who's not. No. I mean, yeah, <laughs> no, I think it could. But I could like I Brent? this one. No. I, I could, I could, boy, I could boy Brent squeeze would, fairy would juice into this, and I'm still not getting Brent to drink this. There's no <laughs> way. I'm not talking about Brent. He's yeah. he's hardly normal or human. But um, oh. I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. going to be back. Oh, I just true. want you to know. Well, he is right. I mean, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying that that this is. Uh, I'm <laughs> generally not a super for you. Pee, smoky, <laughs> high octane whiskey fan, and this is delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's got just the right amount. It's just well balanced. 112 proof. It's got everything we look for. This is just great. Yeah. It's just, I, I wish the finish were a little bit longer, and some of the that uh, floral notes gets a little soapy a bit. You sell this at the store? I'm out of this one. I have the others. Well, some of the others. Hmm. I need to get. As the notes. uninitiated say, it's a very scotchy scotch. Scotchy scotch. Yeah. Butter scotchy scotch. Uh, well, it's not a bourbon. Effects, man. Look at you. You're so slow with that thing. Well, he's just over there but, just yeah, sipping on this whiskey. He, 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 he got a little caught up. Scotchy Scotch Scotch. There it is. Down into my belly. You know, I missed him when he wasn't here complaining because he hurt his knee. You're a complete bastard and we all hate you. <laughs> Damn, not much. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, okay. The day you guys oh. were tasting the unicorns, I was in the That was suit. really horrible. No, oh, you're always complaining. That wasn't by accident. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. yeah. I made oh. I made sure that fall arrived that? when you decided to fall down the stairs. <laughs> well, that's uh, I was pushed. It was a galuli effect. Yeah, it came out of retirement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good luck with that one. So. He's much cheaper the second go around. <laughs> Met anybody yeah, named what Tanya are, lately? What are we rating this? Well, I've, we've been wax, waxing. No, we haven't. It. Okay. Wrong choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> four, four sips. All right. You're not going to get a lot better than this. It's uh, That's really well done. Not from Isla. It's just... Uh, no, I. there's so many things. Oh, from please. You Come on. Pete's you, sissy. He is a sissy. Yeah, I know. It's, he hangs around with Brent, so what do you expect? You know. Your wife drinks better whiskey than you do. That's well, true. Well, that's okay. It's amazing a woman with such good taste. And, and, and never she's mind. still settled for him. Yeah. yeah. I, I oh. wasn't going to go there, but, you know. Mm. It's okay. I can take it. <laughs> do you want me to do it again? Fine. Yeah, do it again. You're a complete <laughs> bastard and we'll hate it. And we'll be back. <laughs> and we're back. And we are drinking some lovely whiskeys from Alexander Murray and Company. So we are now down to our last whiskey. Can I just interject for some mm. of those that may have joined us a little bit late? Um, a lot of people haven't heard of Alexander Murray. It's one of a number of independent bottlers that are buying either new make spirit or aged spirit and then uh, basically aging those casks and deciding when to bottle it. 
And uh, I really love the transparency that they generally uh, put the distillery's name on it. And it is a way to get an a older whiskey from a, a well-known distillery at a usually a much more advantageous price. But I just love the transparency. I think in America, we could learn something because there's a lot of independent bottlers of bourbon and they, uh, with the rare exception, refuse to tell you where it comes from. Or sometimes just outright lie. Yeah. yeah, they outright lie. They make yeah. up this backup story. That's all, oh God! Like frontier the whiskey, people have gone crazy. Like it's a frontier whiskey made on the frontier, and blah blah blah. Yeah, uh, I would agree with you. I mm. think that we are doing a, a big disservice, and that if we were a little more honest in America, um, it would it would do a world of good to the bourbon uh, industry. So anyway, I'm sorry to. Uh, well, it also de- it also depends upon the contract that you sign. You know, when you're buying whiskey from somebody else, sometimes there's a non-disclosure on it. So, Listen, if you're buying whiskey from Jack Daniels or Maker's Mark and they don't want them to know because they've got excess capacity, which I don't believe ever happens with those people, no. but that's one thing. But if you're buying from a commercial industrial producer like LDI... Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's also in Scotland. It, it happens in Scotland as well. Sometimes yeah, you can buy whiskey and you're allowed to put it on. I, I know this for a fact because yeah, I work I with importers. I, I've done some legal work with them. Sometimes they can put it. Sometimes they can't. More often than yeah. not in Scotland, they're putting it on, and almost never in the U.S. are they putting it on. And that's my big discrepancy. Listen, if it's coming out of LDI. Like it makes a difference. As fast as he sucks the bottle down, he never reads the label. He should see I think some, he just looks at the proof and he he's should done. see some of the I stuff think, I've had this guy drink. Think, MGP cares if people put their name on it. It's Not just, now. They're, they're making their own stuff, right? right. Rossville Union. What else? Mm-hmm. Uh, George, George Remus. Remus. George Remus. There you go. But you're wearing a G- Remus shirt right yeah. now. Look at that. Right yeah. across from you. Yeah. They did the Metsy Select. That was a one-off. But, but Greg's not there anymore. He's at uh, Old Elk now. So You know, George Dickel's dumping a lot of juice. They can't bottle and sell enough on their own label. And I kind of sort of understand. But it really wouldn't do a disservice if somebody's bottling a Tennessee whiskey and says that it was distilled at George Dickel. They've still aged it, tasted it, decided when to bottle it. And I don't really think that that would really be doing anybody a disservice. And oftentimes they blend it, too. They may be blending mm-hmm. with other whiskeys. Right. Or their own new make spirit, which is a great thing. I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah. As so, long as they don't use too much of it. Like Dicko might not want them to put it on there. They might no, not I'm want sure they don't. But you have to pay a licensing brand. fee to use their name. Yeah, too, right? right. I'm sure they don't. But honestly, I don't think it would be doing them a disservice. And I think they should revisit those policies. That's all I'm saying. But then you'd miss out some great market. You obviously have a wonderful economy with words. All right, Harm. Forward to your next oh, uh, I'm sorry. We were supposed to be talking about a scotch, and then uh, we went yeah. down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Oh, by the way, another okay. distillery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how about uh, the Lafroy 12-year from Alexander Murray? Uh, how about that? Alexander Murray and company, Lafroy 12-year-old. This is bottled at 54% alcohol ABV, alcohol by volume. And so let's talk about the Lafroy distillery here. It was established in 1815 on the island of Isla by Donald and Alexander Johnston and was run by members of the family until Ian Hunter, descendant of the original owners, died in 1954. He left the distillery to one of his managers, Bessie Williamson. I wonder what's going on there. Bessie. Bessie. Let it all go. The distillery was sold (laughs) and eventually became the property of Allied Demek. Yeah, she did let it all go. And which was then in turn acquired by Pernod Ricard. And they, in turn, sold Lafroig to the Fortune Brands, who then sold it to Beam in 2011. <laughs> and then Beam was acquired by Centauri Holdings in 2014, so you have the great Beam Centauri Company in Chicago. Everything Centauri is Japanese. No, it's Beam Centauri now. No, they're mm. still Japanese. The Japanese own a few other great Scot- Scotch uh, distilleries. And 
this one is one of my favorites. Although Maury is looking at me and this is everything he hates from my life. <laughs> this is this is the stuff that hater. he wants to spit at me. I'm not a hater. Oh, it's just not my style. I understand. This is this is the this is the type of uh Lafroig in general is the type of whiskey from Isla that people think of when they think of the band-aids and phenol and iodine. This is this is medicine in a glass. This is big boy whiskey, Maury. Also, big girl whiskey because oh. your wife is right there uh, loving it. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> the color is copper, and the nose just huge peat smoke. Mm-hmm. This is just oh, in yeah. your face. Oh yeah. Then caramel, burnt sugar, white flowers. The palate is the exact same. There's, there's there's nothing changing from that nose. But on the finish, I got a beautiful hit of white pepper, and it's long. The finish is long and medicinal. This is this is whiskey for grown-ups, man. Mm. The finish just doesn't go away. Mm. Yeah, That's it's gonna be true. If, I'm still if you drink this whiskey later. You don't go to a different whiskey after this. There's a reason right. we put this at the end. Oh, of the absolutely. Night. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So, so I, I know I, I've already told you that Maury hates it. So Denise, what do you think? Oh well, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate it. Um if you nose this whiskey and it doesn't get your attention, then there is something wrong oh, with yeah. you it's just wonderful um i love any attention's sm- good even negative <laughs> attention i love the smoky floral palette <laughs> oh god is, are you it's talking about your marriage so right nice. here <laughs> and it's got a it's got a really nice long mm. finish yeah it's this pretty. is a great whiskey mm. i don't know maybe maury would like it in a um in a cocktail cocktail yeah i mean there's some really great the finish uh, is so long smoky it, cocktails you out don't there need right the iodine it stains me? your palate you can skip the bitters in manhattan <laughs> that's maybe, right. right that's right and you'd be right there. maybe he'd like right. it in a house maybe he'd like it with a mouse maybe he'd like it here or there i don't know oh you're a poet yeah. and i didn't even know it <laughs> maury really did you hate it no i didn't hate it um i think the it's easy to get off put by the nose there's a lot of smoke and peat on the nose but on the palate actually um it's a little more balanced there's really not um it's not overpowering some of the isla whiskeys really blow you away and all you get is smoke and ash on the palate but this one's got a lot of the beautiful flavors that we saw in the previous expression uh just wrapped with a lot more smoke and peat so yeah, i didn't even put any water in this one 54 percent yeah perfect well you know, that's Anybody just like, uh, Bob, water? your opinion. I did. Yeah. yeah, no, I tasted through all of and them. The longer you drink it, water. the more the Justin, smoke Justin, you hate this too, right? You're with Mark. It's it's not my profile, but did anyone else get a big star anise note in the in the nose? In the in nose? This? That's the North Star, Justin, up there. <laughs> the North Star? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's very peaty, but it has some sweet notes. I got some prunes and raisins. It's well balanced. Even though it's not a profile that I appreciate, I think it was still well done. Like I said, on the palate, I think it is well balanced. Yeah, it's I it's agree. got all those uh, stewed fruit notes and sweet notes that then are kind of wrapped and intermingled with the uh, with a little smoke and peat. It's not it's not to me. It's not star anise. It's like we're, we're from India. My mother cooks with star anise. It's like when she's burned the star anise. <laughs> okay, she's <laughs> fair. She's, yeah, she fair. puts she put you, you in Indians cooking. You you heat the oil and you put the dry spices in. Right, and you you. Toast, toast, you toast the spices. Um, sometimes you toast without oil. Then you put oil and put the other different spices in. But you toast the spices first. This is the burnt starnies. Okay, <laughs> you let it go a little bit too much. But that's that. I can I can see that. I can see that. It's a good good call. Yeah, yeah. it's really well rounded though. Mm. What do you think of it, Harmeet? I dude, I love it. Come on, I want this. I need this now. Where's the rest? You have of it the now. Ball? It's sitting right in front of you. <laughs> yeah. 
going to say you have it. Uh, here, okay, there you more. go. <laughs> more, please. Uh, yeah, this oh. is this is lovely. It's just the nose is absolutely beautiful. It's everything. I mean, it's a classic Lefroig. It's everything that you think of and that you want when you open a Lefroig. And again, I get that something like this is not for everyone. I, I don't love every Lefroig. Lefroig's probably my least favorite Isla. I prefer Lagavulin in general, my personal preference. You're a communist, but what do I, you know, I mean? <laughs> um, I think he's a socialist. Same thing. So, well, at least I'm not an autocrat. I will let you live your own life. Autocrat? That's where you go get sandwiches out of those little windows. <laughs> autocrat is what Windows does for me. I like the autocrat machine. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's when you it. screw up and sure. it tells you you yeah. misspelled. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Where are your words? Click the autocrat. Learn your words. You My go. God. Oh, I love this nose. And then I'm yeah. tr- now I'm it's trying just, with water for the first time. It's just, the nose is just yeah. perfect. I mean, it's just, it's everything. Everything's there. It's not. No, I've had some offensive Lafroy. I've had some offensive Lafroy. I think these guys do a great job. Everybody's, you know, everybody's put out a clunker or two in their time, you know, mm. that's been making whiskey for a couple of hundred years. But, but, but to be fair about it, you've mm. let the. The nose blow off. Oh yeah, when you open for thirty when, minutes. When, when you, you open it, it up, in. it'll knock you out of, out of the yeah. chair. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's the nose is infinitely more approachable now. Thirty minutes after the glass oh, yeah. is open, maybe even an hour. Oh yeah, it's probably been closer to an hour. Earlier, I could, earlier I could we take this bottle and wash that thing in battery acid. I'm still not getting getting the paint out of that. It's it's not coming out. But yeah. no, but a lot of the phenols mm. have blown off, and and the nose has become more yeah, approachable. Right now, it's just when perfect. I first smelled it, all I got was smoke and fire. Yeah, and now you can get a lot of the other nuances yeah. in the nose. Yeah, right now it's just perfect. Get the underlying and, floral notes mm-hmm. now in the nose. Mm. When we were uh, passing around the balls to pour our samples for tasting before the show started, like, oh, we're looking for caps for balls. We misplaced them. What's that one over there? Smell the cap. Oh, Lafroy, done. <laughs> yeah, you know it's it right not, away. Like I said, it's not coming out of the glass, not yeah. coming out of the plastic. It's there forever. So mm-hmm. you may have to burn, uh, destroy these glasses, dude. Probably, yeah. Or just use them only for Lafroy. I got some steel wool, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you notice I'm smiling when I say yeah. that because I don't care. <laughs> I'm 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 so happy right now. This is this is absolutely lovely. I uh, could drink this all night. Yeah. Yeah, we, it's we, you got to be in the mood for it. But when you're in the mood for it, and it's, that's a funny thing. My wife will tell me, she says, you know, you'll you'll sit there and drink, you know, a whiskey when you're at home and no one's around. She said, but you never drink the stinky ones unless there's people over. Really? That's an interesting. And thought. I never actually realized it. And Our I thought about it. She's right. Why? I don't know. Hmm. Are you Are suggesting you it's a to- social whiskey? No, I think he's trying to pretend he's a stronger man than he actually is. No, I just he brings, he brings out the big ones. <laughs> no, he no just it, happy it, I got to show off for my audience. friends. When we get a bunch Bob of people at the happy. table, we'll suck the bottom of one of them out. But mm. you know, when I'm just sitting around, it's it's not always the first thing that I reach for. But you know, when I get a group of people, man, I'm I'm craving it. I don't know why. It's just how it seems to work, and I never noticed that until she said it. So, you know, I drank last night. What's that? What'd the, you drink last night? The, the newest release of Midwinter Night Dram. Mad How Dog 2020. Holy crap. Yeah. Just just bleep me for the next two minutes because, oh my God, is it good. Oh, nice. It's just really the very first release of Midwinter Ice Dram and this one are my two favorites. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's just really great. Act six. Still got any left? Port wine barrels. Dude, I got the huge shipment of that. Not everyone did. I'm not supposed to say that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine spirits in Cooper City, Florida, <laughs> for the distributor. 
<laughs> Eat him up, yum. There, there, were, there, not, the there were not supposed to be so many coming to my store. Yeah. Who is who's the distributor for that? Oh, what's his name? Shh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. but I've I've sold through a couple cases already. They're done. There's a lot more. This is so good. So I think we opened. It's it's been in the store for three days, and we've already killed two bottles. Nice. Wow. All I right. Like well, drinking on the job. It's after work. It's a perk. With the, before, know, during, and after. Before, who, during, and after work. Who yeah. hasn't dreamed of owning a liquor store and drinking the inventory? Please. Hello. My brother bought his store from a guy who drank himself out of business. Uh, so I don't drink you that can much. Do that. This is one of those. You can do that. This is one of the ones I actually drink. drinking all the profits. So, all right. Well, getting back to this Lafroy from Alexander. <laughs> We're, we're going to be I giving, will drink all the Lafroy in the store now. We're giving this one four sips. So, yeah. This is party. So what did you think about the wine, you know, overall? I thought they've done a great job. I mean, they've either picked some beautiful casks, and we don't really know what the process is of picking and buying those casks, or they've just aged them to perfection. Um, and don't they, don't them these the guys right use some new make? It's not all aged, right? This is some new make, right? I, th- I thought I thought for sure when I talked to these guys there was new make in here. Not in that one, no. That's just straight Laphroaig. This, you know, maybe in their blend. I don't. No, know. no. I mean, I mean, they buy new make Laphroaig and then age it themselves. That I couldn't tell you. Yeah, this is not. That I don't I think this. I don't think these are. I don't think these are. Lefroy I don't think. Caps. Well, here's the thing. I don't think they've been around that long. So you know, they, they started in 2004, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Right. This, so this is in 2005. Yeah. yeah, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. I I don't I don't know if they have the facilities to do that or not. Um, but this just shows you what an independent bottler can do. I mean, you can turn out some really, you can come up with some really stunning whiskeys. You know, they're able to come in and, and when you've got a distillery, that's got a small lot of barrels that they don't have anything in particular to do with them. You know, they don't have enough to come out with a new expression, Expression. right? They don't even have enough to come out with a new limited release because, you know, if you're, you Freud, know, limited Acme releases, Distilling Company, you know, a limited release is still, t- you know, you know, 5,000, 10,000 cases or more. So when you have something like that, then, you know, the independent bottlers fill in a very important niche. They're able to go in and pick these things up and bring them to the public before they get blended out into a batch of something. And you're able to really, you know, see some interesting whiskeys. I've well, they turned it into an abomination, which I'm not going to name names, but yeah, there are some. There are some that have. There you know, have been some expressions. Again, everybody has hits and misses, but, you know, it's it's finding the good ones. And that's the nice thing about the independent bottlers. I mean, some of the best whiskeys I've had from certain distilleries, I didn't get from those distilleries. I got from independent bottlers. I, get, I want to name names, but you're exactly right yeah and i mean i've had some i've had some that but i went rare wow, that yeah, they screwed that it up right. yeah no no i've i've several brands i stopped buying for almost 10 years because they had ruined their barrel program they were taking they were cheaping out on on the type of barrels they're using you could taste the funk and the mold and you should never taste that in a whiskey but whereas you take that same new make spirit and have it bottled by a private bottler who took their new make spirit and put it in their their own casks and the most sublime yeah. whiskey ever. Yeah. And Wait, are I, you suggesting? I will tell you off the air. Are you <laughs> suggesting that the whiskey was ruined by the producer, not yeah. the independent bottler? Yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Well, oh, I've okay. had That's that. different. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying about the independent bottlers. Yeah. Most of them have a hard time screwing it up. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, like I said, some, some of the best expressions of certain distilleries I've had, I got from an independent bottler. 
You know, that's that's the crazy thing. That's my point is that's why I see a little downside to putting the distiller's name on it. The independent bottler is only going to add value and notoriety. It's very hard for them to screw it up. Again, that's that's up to the people that are that you're buying it from is what they'll allow you to do. So who knows? But Alexander Murray seems to be hitting hitting all home runs on these. So well, that's all the time we have for today. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and you can catch all of our episodes where you found this one, as well as on Terrestrial and Satellite Radio and online at iTunes, ACAST, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, PRX, iHeartRadio, um, Radio.com, and play, basically any place you can listen to a podcast. The easiest way to find this show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, or Google, or whoever the chick is on your phone, play podcast, Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at sipsudsmokes, and you can see our Facebook page, which is always buzzing with lots of news, and you'll also be able to interact with all the other fans that are on there. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. And I want to thank our co-hosts for joining us today. Thank you, Denise. Oh, thank you. It was a pleasure today. I'm off to vote. <laughs> Again, thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. Another fabulous day in the basement. Um, again, I'm so glad I wore my uh, wellies today. It's nice and damp in here. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Bob. Very interesting line of whiskey today. And thank you, Harm. Thank you, Bob. I'm going to go put my leg up and lie down on the floor now in the wetness. Just You're a complete bastard and we'll hate you. I missed him so much. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. For Simpsons and Smokes, this is Made Man Bob, and we thank you for joining us. Remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey. Tanhand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. (laughs) 